0: Hey there, and welcome to Day 300 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast with a matching YouTube channel that's titled just the same. I'm Andrea, and we made it. We're Day 300, which is a big milestone, you guys, and it tells me I'm getting closer and closer to needing to write some more miracle stories for you. We are doing one miracle story every day for 365 days. So we've got 65 more days together, you guys, and 65 more stories to race through Um, And with that, I'm probably just about a week and a half, maybe two weeks from being able to write for you out on the beautiful covered porches at this little cabin in the woods that I'm moving into. And you guys have been with me through it thick and thin. I mean, like we saw how many, how many transactions of houses come and go just fall through in the last 300 days together. And so I'm so excited setting up movers, you know, setting up utilities, setting up all these crazy things amidst buying a baby girl, just so excited to meet her. She does not have a name yet. A couple of you have asked and I'm like, you would think, no, I have had so many suggestions, literally hundreds of suggestions. And um, I just, it's not there yet. I'm like, I know I'm the type of person that I will know it in my very knower when it's her name it'll be like, oh, yep, that's it. That's the one. I'm totally like that. There's like no kind of on the fence, black, white, gray, wishy-washy about it. I mean, I'm just like, yep, that's the one. I'm kind of like that as a designer too. Like there's one great decision. Um, It's pretty funny that way. So I just haven't come across it yet. Um, And so I think like, the Lord, this is funny, but the Lord kind of can speak to me through license plates. He's done it for years. And I know that sounds silly, but no, he's done this to me for years. (laughs) Like even with my move to Colorado, through my son sending me a license plate, and then even like, oh, a bazillion years when I felt I was called to Colorado, and we were sitting behind a car over at the Oregon Coast on the beach line, and we're sitting behind this car, and my mom's like, Andrea, do you see that License plate? And I said, I sure do. And sure enough, it was a license plate from Colorado. We're sitting in Oregon. And it was a personalized plate that said, we don't even know why it said this. It said one day. (laughs) And it was just right. Like I was racing towards Colorado once I felt called here, and nothing was lining up and making sense. And instead, it was like, no, that's a prophetic vision that you're seeing for way down the road. And it was one day, one day I was going to live in Colorado. But I'm telling you that yesterday there was a little chance (laughs) that the Lord gave me this doggo's name on a license plate. In fact, I was looking for my phone to take a photo of it. It was so funny to me. And yet I just went, nope, you missed that. So um, I have saved so many photos and videos right now of Griffin that my phone literally will not take any more pictures or video at the moment. I have to erase things off of there because I'm like, took all of his photos and I've cropped them down and I put them in order. You know, I miss that little mister so much. I cannot even tell you. In fact, my little nose is stuffed up and my eyes are just steamy with tears right now because coming home without that little guy here is terrible. That's why I am so thankful that the Lord has just turned around and blessed me out with this puppy because again, last weekend I was kind of heartbroken because I was like oh you know the whole you've been adopted and blah and then I didn't hear anything and so I was thinking well I look back at the site and they're like well their average adoption period it's a few litters out and so they said your average adoption period is about four to nine months and I'm like oh okay and then sure enough nope she's mine just like fresh out of the gates (laughs) no waiting list no you know multiple litters. she's mine And I I can't even get over it, but do not think for a minute that I am not. My heart is just crushed out. Um, It's just absolutely heartbroken. And it's probably right where I need to be to read this crunchy piece. This is extra crunchy, you guys, coming up. This is the piece where my marriage fell apart at the time my blog was being read in Fifty-seven countries, all glory be to God. But look at how humiliating that was—that that whole marriage went down in front of fifty-seven countries. Now, how fun is this for me to read years later? <laughs> like if anybody could have just picked me up off that, you know, log cabin floor out there in the woods at that time and said, "Guessy weddy, Andrea." If you could see down the road what the Lord is going to do, oh my stars, I wouldn't have believed them for anything if someone would have been like, yep, you know, (laughs) none of it. I wouldn't have believed any of it. And that is the miracle of what the Lord does, bringing up beauty from ashes, you guys. This is a miracle story now, but was it then? Oh, hello. Let me read it to you. My heart. Was broken and shattered, and I'm laughing over it now, right? Isn't that just the way the Lord would work? It's called, When the Vow Breaks, and so it begins. Why are you crying, Mama? She asked, crawling right up onto the dark chocolate brown fur comforter, kneeling on her 12-year-old knees. You know what, honey? It's just shattered dreams, baby girl. It's just the shattered dreams, it's all. It's all okay, really, honey, I am. In so many great ways, I truly have every last thing that I've ever wanted. You. Just to be your mama. But mama, whenever dreams shatter, all that means is that you get to dream new dreams. She says right through cute brown sugar glasses with the eyes of her savior. (laughs) <laughs> I laughed right through tears at the thrill of this precious child and her big girl words and her compassion that wanders into my heart. Out of the very mouth of babes, you get to dream new dreams. That is so funny that you would say that, Georgia. You are just right. The Lord has been telling me that I didn't dream it big enough. So you confirm just what he said. I apparently haven't dreamed it big enough, so I need to dream new dreams. She smiles, well, get this, get this, get this, tucking my hair behind my ear and smiling at me. Child to child, grown woman to grown woman. Oh, how she hugs me. Oh, how she holds me. Oh, how she loves. Dream. Oh, how He loves me. The Lord has had me in so many great growth transitions right here this spring that His timeliness just plain blows my hair back. I have traversed through an online study that was weekly specific to exploring possibilities and dreaming. So I laid there in my most favorite spot on the planet, my vow maker's chest, talking in the exhausted dark about using this property to host a camp for special needs children this summer. I had seen what Father was showing me in that vision on our front drive. I had seen the baptisms in the back pond. I had seen why Father orchestrated my best childhood friend as being, quote, special needs. I had seen why I am surrounded by friends that work with, quote, special needs children. I had seen how my vow maker craved telling story after story of a special needs young man that we have close to our life, and for once, I was seeing it all weave together. The humble tears streamed down, slow down my cheeks, and onto his chest as I told him how thankful I was for him, and I spoke out thanksgiving for our many blessings God has gifted us big things, small things, humbled. For once, my past all wove together and made perfect sense as I fell asleep in the arms of the man that I loved. Little did I know that night would be the last night I would ever make love to my husband. Little did I know the dark thoughts and dark secrets that my vow maker kept. Father God, little did I know. Come just two days, I would know more than I ever, ever wanted to know. Lord, come here and please make this pain all stop. Lord, look at what just happened here. Shattered dreams, broken trust, and broken vows just shattered in shards all over the kingdom floor, and papers to sign on the kingdom counter? If this, then God. If this, then God. This Monday, as I pulled down our gravel drive, I saw a neighbor that I have never met, which is now the neighbor that I will never know. Her mama eyes met, and we waved our first smiles, as I looked at her small boy walking among the pine cones at just barely three, and that little mister turned to smile at me. And oh boy, baby boy, all looking right through Jesus right at me. Jesus showed me his eyes, just a smiling, I have no words, at their presence of quote special needs. Oh sweet Jesus, oh my. My sweet, sweet Jesus, my Jesus has some special needs. He needs, needs, needs a few special things from us while we're here. I cannot fathom the ways and the love of our God. His love for us, I can hardly fathom. You have just got to be kidding, Lord. Right there, this whole time, this boy, you and me? I hear my vow breaker's pain ringing loud in my ears and his caboose at the end of the strand. Train car after train car after train car. A verbal assaults this with a colon. Your ministry clearly is not blessed. You've been in ministry for 25 years and you have nothing, nothing to show for it, he said to me. God, I know why you are undoing every last vow that I clung hard onto. Father God, please help me loosen my grip to let go and give it all right up to you. Please, Father Jesus, Jesus, hold me and direct my steps. Jesus, help me to just let go. Jesus, help me cling hard onto you. Jesus, help me show my children, my family, my friends, your followers, and the disciples assigned to my care how to cling hard onto you and your promises, especially, especially, especially when people break theirs. Persevere in love. When the vow breaks, his promises are steady. His commitment to his never ends. He will never, ever leave you. That scripture and his promises do not ever, ever change. Jesus will not lie to you. Jesus will not be unfaithful to you. Jesus will not belittle you, not ever. But here's the bigger point. Jesus will still ask you to forgive. Yes, even the liar. Mm-hmm. Yes, even the cheater. Yeah. Yes, even the broken that will try to break you. You have to heal and forgive. Forgive doesn't mean walking hand in hand. Forgiving is sometimes loving separate ways, that they can be healed and come to know him better? That they can come to love and extend grace like he does, Jesus? Father has shown me so many things. He tells me that I didn't dream it big enough. I'm not really sure what that means. I know that this camp that I've seen is small. That's a blip on the map of what he expects of me. That's a weekend and a few volunteers from his most willing. Father God, how did I dream it too small? I feel like these aren't even my dreams, just obedience to you. So can you help me then dream it all bigger? Can you help me not be afraid to dream when they just seem to shatter? Yes. But precious one, rest And let me heal you up first. Baby steps, as you love to say. I made you. Be with me. He made you. Rest and be with him. He has loved you all along. I love you. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) There it was. Goodness, I hardly even know what to let him speak into me. I look at this piece, and of course I see at the end where I was just still just ready to go for him. And where he's just saying, you know what, sit and rest and heal, cute girl. You've got bigger work to do. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It's wonderful. I think there's messages and words in that, no doubt about it. And then I also see and hear, of course, that call to forgive. And there are still spaces and places where I can carry some resentment or bitterness, or, and I'm constantly asking him to help me forgive. And that's one of the beautiful miracles, is that you guys are so tight, you and the Lord, that you can literally just ask him for anything like when I'm trying to forgive hard I can ask him for that father please hand me heaps of forgiveness for this situation just hand it to me give it to me please (laughs) you know and he is so faithful to do it but it can slip and slide it just can and so it's almost a constant thing until you start to realize oh wait some of that bitterness is just gone. Oh, wait. Some are rewinding that bad ticker tape. It's just over and done. I haven't thought those thoughts or thought gone down that little rabbit hole in a long, long, long time. Um, and that's forgiveness, you know. And one thing I learned, and it was super good, and again, from one of Beth Moore's studies, I just absolutely adore her. And, man, um Oh, I can't even tell you. I've not only taught dozens of her studies, many of her book studies as well, um, but she has such a heart. And I remember her saying the importance of forgiveness, but she says, don't you ever, ever for anything dare forget. And I was like, oh my gosh, that kind of goes against the world because it's kind of like forgive and forget. Nope, no, no. no. And I understood what she was saying. You can't forget it for a minute because the the crux and epicenter of that pain is so critical to preventing other people from going through that same pain in sharing the story and not returning back there yourself. She said the not forgetting is so critical and important. And so it's like, I kind of bless you out in that, I give you that little message in a cup with this today, um, lest I not forget how painful that was. That I can prevent a brother or sister in Christ from going through this. Right? Um, there are things that I'm able to bless out and share, um, in order to prevent other people from experiencing this. And ultimately, a lot of that is the gift of story. It's the gift of what he's handed us even through the Bible and through Scripture and his words. He's handing us all of these wonderful stories for right living and for um, showing us in a lot of ways, right? Like sometimes the best way to look at something is to look at the opposite of it. It's like, okay, this over here is right living. Whoa, this over here obviously was wrong living, right? Um, All perfectly orchestrated by a very loving God. And as you can see, it's for us, like it's for us. And in ways I can even feel bad because I know that I, I have had the, I don't know what you call it, the benefit or orchestration or of knowledge to know how grateful I am to be out of this, which hurts so bad at the time. And I can feel bad even for the person that's in it. <laughs> like, like, absolutely full circle of not only forgiveness, but actual pity for just kind of denying moving on and doing better, if you will, and pity for the person that is now sitting in this. And it's like, oh, that, that, that is bizarre. You guys like how, how far forgiveness can come to, um, to actually, you know, um, to actually well maybe some of you know this if you've listened to all of it the the irony is that Valbreakers new wife actually reached out to me since I've moved to Colorado sent me a friend request it has sent me a text message apparently she she reads and is inspired by my stuff and I'm like oh that is so crazy weird like, obviously, I wasn't to the point of forgiveness of, oh, yeah, let's be texting buddies, or, yeah, absolutely, here's a friend request, there's my whole life offered up for you. Not at all. But you do have to see the Lord's orchestration that this poor woman that is sitting in very much the same situation, I've had her friends reach out to me. Um, I You know, I feel for her. I feel for her. Um And I just have to say, um, with that, that is a whole different form of, of like, what would you call that? I guess just compassion as a part of the forgiveness. Um, it's just interesting to see what the Lord has done since then. You guys, when was this? This had to have been 2014. I'm sitting at 2022, right? Um, and yet, you know, like I say, his new wife reached out to me in 2020 um, and said that she really, you know, she <laughs> she had wanted to befriend me because she really admires my writing and my, I guess my, I don't know what you call it, content. Jeez, you guys, I'm so not, <laughs> I'm so not into that. But I just, I need you guys to know, and maybe I can write about that too. Maybe I can write that for you. You guys, there is such miracle. And Like, the Lord is doing so many things that it's just unbelievable to me how He works to the degree of detail and shock and utter surprise and suspense and, you know, just Him rubbing His hands together, like we say, just preparing to bless. Like, I read this still and go, the dreams that I saw were small. Hello, the things that He's shown me that feel so big, I still doubt. I can still be like, huh, I don't know if I quite got that right. You know, even though as as he's making sure that my life is playing out in baby steps to get me there. um, I can still think I heard it wrong. (laughs) You guys, if he impresses something on you, and it is pleasing and aligns with scripture and aligns with your your relationship and your gifts, yeah, unfortunately, we're not hearing it wrong. (laughs) You and I still have some big work to do. So probably longest podcast ever, who knows? But I think dearly and desperately worth it. So I thank you uh, for being with me on this journey. We're at 300 days. Cannot wait, cannot wait to get out to that cabin in the woods and start writing for you. You have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.